0: Hey, welcome back to Let's Talk About Fodlessness. My name's Sean Tice, and I'm excited to have our guest today, a Christian recording artist, Jason Gray. And his one of his famous songs is I'm Gonna Let It Go. Jason, would you just introduce yourself a little more um, yeah. about yourself and about your ministry?
1: Uh, the, the, There's, you know, I'm, I'm old enough now that there's uh, a lot of details to choose from, you know, so, but uh, I'm a a, a, a Full-time singer-songwriter, recording artist. Uh, I'm 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 out between 100 and 150 dates a year on the road doing concerts. I have a speech impediment um, known as stuttering. Uh, I've been six foot six since the eighth grade. Wow! Uh, i trying to eat less carbs. Um, <laughs> what else do you want to know?
0: I just well, just us about movies. yeah whatever you want to say.
1: Yeah yeah. Um I'm working on a couple of books uh and and um in both of them one of them especially I I will I'll be exploring, you know, my um my history and my relationship with my dad as well as the experience of being a dad myself and and all of that. So yeah. That's a good That's a good starting point so
0: yeah yeah and, and we're excited to have you on i was i was looking for different individuals to to interview and to, to have conversations with about fatherlessness because fatherlessness is an epidemic in our nation and so many people are struggling with it and so i was looking for even people that have succeeded through it and i came across your your story it was actually on wikipedia i uh, yeah. came across your story about how you, your parents had a divorce and you had a stepfather. Um, Would you just go, as we start, just go ahead and share some about that, how you went through, um, you know, your parents' divorce, what happened with that and then going on from there.
1: Yeah. I like that you uh, said you were looking for people who succeeded through those experiences. I was like, oh yeah, maybe, I guess I am. Right. You know, I feel the same way. Yeah. way. Yeah. You know, um, it's interesting one of the books that I'm, I'm i'm working on it's kind of a memoir of my spiritual walk you know the ups and downs and, and 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 having to look back and to write it all down and kind of explore chapters in my story especially of my relationship with my dad you know what that's been really helpful i would encourage everybody to write some form of a memoir um and a lot of people are doing this actually as a gift to hand down to their family when they're gone and i thought that's brilliant and 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 whether or not the book ever ever gets published i'm 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 happy that uh my uh my 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 ancestors <laughs> will have uh, some sense of where they came from, you know, so I think that's a real gift to give to people in your family, but it's also good it's it's also been great for me, you know it's it's clarified a number of things and i'm 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 old enough now, you know uh, that I have a little bit more perspective and objectivity and and, and have have cultivated enough self suspicion of myself over the last couple of decades to, um, to, uh, have a little objectivity and, and, and to recognize some of the things that were actually going on, you know? So, yeah, um, my dad, okay, this is all as I understand it too, you know, just, um, maybe if my dad had written a book i'd be able to kind of you know compare notes and stuff but yeah. but uh my my story as i understand it is that my dad left when i was 5 years old and uh and the trauma of that was that um well i was genetically predisposed to have a speech impediment but it's usually triggered by some event and um when my dad left is when that started to show up you know um and then um there was a very ugly custody battle and and and, uh that went on for a number of years and eventually uh when my mom remarried um the man that she married ended up being uh, a very he was not a good man you know and so uh he was emotionally uh, abusive and and physically abusive to her um so there was a lot of drama and trauma kind of all tangled up in that you know and um and it was in that environment that she became a believer and later that I became a believer um there was a uh, an altercation on Christmas Eve when I was 15 years old. So would that have been like 86, 87, something like that. When, uh, when he threw her down the stairs and she grabbed the wow. way down and pulled him down and he stormed out, out, out of the house saying, when I come back, I'm going to kill you guys, you know? And, and, and so she had me, race upstairs and pack my things and keep my door locked. And she called a friend to come and pick us up. And, uh, and the hope was that her friend would arrive before he got back, you know? And so, uh, I remember <clears throat> being in my, in my room, I had a little hatchet and, and I had my bags packed and I'm holding onto a hatchet and I'm praying, you know, and, and, and I'd been aware of God's presence in my life I felt like he was drawing me to him but I was resisting because I had this dream of doing music and I just knew if I give my life to God he won't let me do music and he'll make me go to Africa and be a missionary or something like that and I'll have to stop making out with my girlfriend and I was not willing to give either of those things up right so (laughs) it took the fear of death uh for me to come you know to, to a place and 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 be like okay um, and I prayed, Lord, if you get me through this night, I'll see what I can do about s- s- serving you, you know, and, um, and my mom's friend, her headlights came down the driveway and we threw our things in the car and she drove us to Colorado for about six weeks while things cooled down. And that was the beginning of my walk with the Lord. and um and also the beginning of of the end of their marriage you know mm. um thank god you know but uh so those are the two dads in my life i suppose she later remarried um a man his name was mark and he was a very good man you know but 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 i was older by that time you know and and looking back on it now you know actually i I think I had some contempt for him that he didn't really earn, you know. Maybe that was just because I had some wounds from my dad and my stepdad, you know, and 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 so I was never as close with Mark as I might have been looking back on it now, but we were close enough, you know. Um one feature of my life in all of this is that I've never met a man who's older than me who like subconsciously I'm 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 auditioning them for the role of of of, of father figure, you know. <laughs> um almost almost every man I meet who's older than me, I I I I kind of bring that energy to them without even realizing it. So yeah have a longing for for other figures in my life so yeah
0: yeah now your dad did you ever have you ever did you have a relationship with him then or yeah
1: you, you know yeah. um <clears throat> i lived with him for a year and okay. uh i um i was just kind of just kind of perpetually Disappointed with him as I got older, you know, Um, I think I longed for uh, a male figure who was strong and um, but tender and uh, would authentically engage me on 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 deep heart issues and show me how to be a man. Um, yeah. with women and, and with taking responsibility, you know, um, uh, and, um, you know, like, I want to be careful because he passed away a year ago. So like, I don't want to beat up on him too much or whatever, but well, um, there was a lot of pornography in the house, you know, and, and, and. Um, I don't think he could give those things to me because his dad never gave them to him. And I resented him for it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then I became a Christian, which probably made it worse. Cause I think that made me more judgmental or made me more aware of the things that, you know, that I wished he was in my life. Um, and. Uh, but I also, as a believer, I thought, you know what, I need to forgive my dad, and and so, um, so in my in my late in my late twenties, I think was when I decided I wanted to forgive my dad. And I don't know if you ever had this experience or not, but when you decide to forgive somebody, you know, that's just like part of it, right? Like it's it's. Um, much more complicated than just deciding.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh and though and though I wanted to forgive my dad, the, the the resentment clung to my heart for decades. Um until uh about four years ago and I woke up one morning and I just noticed I wanted to call my dad and the resentment was gone i f- I think I've forgiven my dad. I wonder when that happened you know after, after years of trying to forgive and wanting to but but still kind of having this angst in my heart yeah. <clears throat> and I woke up and, and and that was gone and by that point, I'd gone through a brutal divorce of my own as opposed to the really pleasant kind that you always hear about and uh yeah, and uh it nearly destroyed me and 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 was i was just I was heartbroken for years. I still am over it, you know. And um, in the wake of that, you know, like I, I, I lost a lot in that. Um, I lost a presence in my own kid's life that I, I longed for. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I lost a lot. It was very, very, very painful. Um one of the things I lost in all that w- w- was you know I uh I trusted God and I'd always experienced him as, as as having my back and being held in his victorious right hand and that everything was always going to be okay you know no matter what was going on and I I'd, I'd experienced um his you know what I interpreted as his faithfulness in so many things for many years but then as my divorce was happening as it was as my marriage was unraveling and it wasn't clear to me why that was happening, you know, and, 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 and it was something I desperately did not want to have happen. And I never cried out to God more than in that season. And when it, it still happened. And, um, and when she was still, uh, allowed by, the court you know to, to um to, to move so far away um i don't know i just i felt betrayed by god or more than that actually i just felt like he wasn't there and mm. so had i believed a, a lie all along you know you know so so one of the things i lost was my ability to trust god and not long after that, just my ability to believe in God, like it it all seemed like BS, you know? Um, and so in the wake of that, of, 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 of the loss and the pain, um, and me trying to learn how to walk through life and through relationships again, but with broken ankles, you know, as I began to open up my heart to the possibility of in a relationship with somebody i i I just got a lot of that really wrong and i i hurt people and all that just because i i wasn't i wasn't healed um and uh so loss pain failure all of those things accumulated in me enough so that about four years ago i woke up one morning and I was able to recognize my dad for who he was, a broken man with a lot of pain in his life, doing the best he knew how in the world, a lot like me. And um, and and that just kind of, well, because I think, you know, um, unforgiveness, I think, is something that we can only hold over somebody, right? We can only hold it over them. Which means that we we've kind of positioned ourselves above them, and there's, I believe, a a, a self righteousness um, aspect of it. You know, maybe it's it's as simple as, um well, if I were in that same position, I wouldn't have done that. You know, and so there's like some kind of a judgment over, you know. That we hold over a person that we don't forgive, and uh, the gift of the awful things that I went through. Because even the most awful things that we we experience, they 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 there can be a gift in all of it. Right? The gift for me was that it it delivered me <laughs> of my self righteousness. Right? And it, even the playing field so that uh i i was i was delivered of my uh judgmental judgment over my dad and 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 all of that was replaced with a tender compassion for him you know mm-hmm. that was very healing now that doesn't you know there's a lot of things that he got wrong yeah. of course um but on my side of the street i was i was able to Love my dad for who, you know, I wonder if people hearing this would relate to this. I I There's a point a number of years ago where I realized, <clears throat> like, if this was me and this was my dad, I really longed for my dad to meet me in my world. Come to me, you know, show that you care. Okay, if you can't come all that way, I'll try to meet you in the middle. Meet me here. Come on. Give that you know, hundred percent is what I wanted, but I'm willing for fifty percent, you know, and then I would feel like, he'd just get about that far, and I would judge him for all, all you know, and 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 I'd be wounded all the time because I'd feel like he didn't care until I realized that for my dad, where he was at, mm, that was his hundred percent, and that that should mm-hmm. count, right? I could. I could celebrate that move toward me instead of being wounded and angry about how it wasn't what I hoped it would be you know so um my my expectations and my own longings were 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 blinding me or were keeping me from being able to love my dad for who he was you know um so that's on me, you know, so I wish I could have gotten over that sooner so that I, I could have developed a more loving relationship with him before he passed about a year ago. So, um, so yeah, you know, anyone hearing this, uh, I hope the Holy Spirit might be able to, you know, if you can... Sit on the edge of your bed, and ask the Holy Spirit to help you let go of your resentment, and to see your dad as your heavenly Father sees them. You know that's maybe a start. You know, so um, that's good. Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's interesting because I I I had judged my dad for so many years. That's very clear to me now, and now in hindsight, I can see how what what a a judgmental, unforgiving, resentful jerk that I was in all mm. of that. You know, I couldn't see it before. Yeah. So that's my one of my great regrets. In my yeah, life.
0: and it, it's great to come, you know, to get to that point of forgiveness. You know, I had to do the same thing with my dad. My dad abandoned us when I was about about 10 months old. They yeah. never came back. And and so then I, I, and he was abusive to my mom. He used to beat her up and stuff before I was, you know, I, I don't, obviously I don't remember it. I was a baby, but, yeah. and then, so I, for years I hated him because of what he did. And then he, and then I met him when I was 15. And so I had to go through this process of forgiveness. I had a youth pastor tell me one time, he's like, you need to forgive your dad. And then later in life, it was, um, I was, I think my son was a baby or something like that. 2011. I, yeah. I, I was out, out in Las Vegas and doing ministry at a missions conference at a church, and I just drove down and saw my dad. And it's interesting you say about the, the, the pornography, because my, we we'll have very similar stories, because my, my dad was actually heavily involved in the, the porn industry. Um, I went to, he actually worked at a porn shop in Vegas, and wow. I went down to the porn shop, and I asked him to come outside. I said, hey, I just want you to know, I I, I want to make sure he knew he was saved, that he had, he you know, had trust in Jesus as a savior. He said he yeah. had when he was a kid, but... That um, he had a lot to answer for when he got to heaven. That's what he said. But then he said, "I, you know, I, I told him. I, said, I just want you to know, I forgive you.'" Um, and, and it's very challenging to 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 do that because it took me years. I had so much resentment. So what you're saying just it resonates with me. And I think there's so many other people that are who would listen to this that would say, "I have the same thing. I need to forgive my parents." And it's such a freeing thing, is what you you said it's an incredible thing to be able to to do that so i appreciate you um you know, sharing about that now how about the the, the issue with the, the stepfather were you ever able to forgive him is that something that
1: I, you know he passed away I, like i i've my heart is clear about him you know um i don't i don't harbor any regrets there you know yeah and I don't have any bitterness in my heart towards him. You know, it's just a, a weird chapter yeah. in my story. But I never had a moment with him of, of, of I forgive you or or forgiveness. You know, that's interesting. Nobody's asked me that before. It makes me wonder, huh? I wonder if I ought to have done that, you know? But. Um, well, sometimes we, you just go to God with it,
0: right? You Just go to yeah. God and say, I forgive this person, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, as a dad now, um i uh it's, it's a whole learning experience, right? like I just desperately did not want to have my sons have the same experience that I had, and I didn't want to mm-hmm. fail them, and uh, I'm old enough, and they're old enough now that that you know you begin to I begin to discover that you know what, no matter no matter what i no matter how hard i tried you know um there are still ways that i i failed to be what they needed me um, to be that i wasn't aware of at the time and and you know so um <clears throat> i do i do have a hunch um i could be wrong about this but i i I do think the dads that there's I think we are inclined to judge our fathers a little harsher than we judge our mothers. I could be wrong about that. That's yeah. anecdotal, you know, but but you know um it seems like you hear a lot more about resentment towards a father than you do about resentment towards a mom and I've been wondering about that you know like like um like there's a lyric that i'm i'm working on hold on i pulled it up here uh this is a song i'm working on i was held by my mother since before i was born i didn't meet my father until a cold january morn so i suppose it's to be expected that i never felt as connected And it didn't help when I watched him walk out that door, (laughs) you know, but there, but there is this innate closeness that we come to planet earth with, with our mom. I mean, we're formed inside their very being, you know, and then when I think about the, the archetypal roles of mothers and fathers, archetypally speaking, a mother represents Nurture and tenderness and 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 uh, um, unconditional love, right? I love you just the way you are, is what we expect from a mother and a dad. Archetypally, his job is to be a little bit more of a judge, not the un- you know, uh, and 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 um. As a dad, a dad serves their children, the best when he loves them unconditionally, just as they are, but when he also loves them for who they could be. Right. So he's the role of a dad is always saying that's great, but you got more in you and, and to draw that out. Right. And I, and that's uncomfortable. Um, and, uh, and is misunderstood, I think, you know, and I will say that my my experience is as I look around and think about this, is that even if a dad isn't doing that calling up thing, that a child still kind of experiences them as less emotionally safe than their mother or, or 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 experiences them a little bit more as the archetypal judge, you know, just because that's their function. Um, And, uh, and so I think there is, I think the connection between fathers and children is just a little bit more vulnerable, and vulnerable Mm -hmm. to misunderstanding than the connection between mothers and children. That's my hunch. It's Mm -hmm. anecdotal. I've done some reading on it, you know, but but um, so I do think that's an obstacle to overcome in some ways my resentment towards my dad was that he he wasn't calling me up the way that I wanted him to you know so so <clears throat> i just think uh the role of a father is it comes with some complications you know yeah yeah so like like i remember when i was married um we went to a church that was about an hour and 20 minutes away from our house because if the church is alive it's worth the drive right and uh so we loved this church and um it was hard for us to go every weekend but when my wife decided we're going to church she'd round up every ever everyone out of bed and we'd hop in the car and we'd go you know but if there was a weekend where i felt like i wanted to go and she didn't want to go if i you know i would be so gentle with my voice hey hey guys wanna wanna come along wanna go to the you know but no matter how gentle i was how they how they experienced that was was as a demand and and uh, a patriarchal kind of a demand you know even though that's not how I was acting it out. In fact, I would usually, no, no, it's fine. I'll just go on my own, you know? Um, I would say, I don't have perfect language for all this, but um, I would say that when my wife rounded him up, she she was actually more what we would call like, like patriarchal and demanding, nope, we're going, we're going, right? And when I would do it, I was a little more gentle but I would still get tagged for, you know, they would still experience it as, as more demanding. And that's because I think they weren't just dealing with me and their mom. They were also dealing with the archetypes. Right. Does that make sense? Am I communicating that clearly? Like I, I kind of not prepared to speak about all that because I don't have perfect language. Yeah.
0: Like a dad looked at differently than the mom. yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it lands when, okay, a a mom and a dad may say the exact same thing, but the child, I think, will receive it in a different way, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they don't have a dad, it kind of, they only have that one parent It kind of messes with them, right? We say their life's off balance, you know, they, the, the mom or dad isn't, you know there their life's off balance and then when you know, we want to bring it back into balance you got to bring god into the, the circumstance that helps bring it back into the balance yeah. and
1: that's you know, what i love. That,
0: sure.
1: yeah. yeah yeah
0: now with your, your situation how you so you as all this happened how did you get into um you know you're already into music how did you get into you know really just going out and putting yourself out there as a christian artist what, what, and how did that, how did your, your background influence your, your songwriting?
1: Huh. Um, you know, I think my, my longing for the presence of my dad in my life probably shaped my relationship with God in a certain way. Like, like he became my father, you know, and, 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 uh, um, and uh, the, I went to him for the things that I was longing for in a father, you know, so uh, inspiration for the kind of man that I should be, yeah. um, approval, challenge, all those things. So probably probably out of that, you know, um, I would say that has informed everything I've done. Um, having
0: songs that go along with the, like I, the one song I I mentioned at the beginning, I'm going to let it go. Does that have any tones from that or even from your divorce? Is that that from that? Did you write that song? Is that from your, your circumstances? uh, Okay.
1: That song is probably more about anxiety and how, 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 uh, anxiety is, uh, a nasty trick that we play on ourselves because, we're afraid of anxiety. So we try to control everything, but that makes us more anxious because, because it makes us aware of how not in control we are. And so just learning how to hold everything like this. Right. Um, I did write a song specifically about this that I, I, I wondered if it would be on the next record. I just listened to it again in a meeting with my manager this afternoon. Okay. wow, And it's, it's about this and it's, It's about how, um, you know, my dad wasn't around, so my Heavenly Father became my dad. And Mm -hmm. I like it, And, and it's true, but what struck me today as I heard it is how do I tell that story without throwing my dad under the bus, and have I already been hard enough on my dad? Here's a recent discovery I made about myself that I think might be pertinent here. And this is just me, like you and anyone who's listening to, to, to this, I don't know your your horror stories. And and, and so I don't mean to be flippant about saying you have to forgive and all, you know, because um, some of us have experienced horrors that that can't even be imagined. But in my story, I'll say, as I look at our culture, um, we don't really have a rite of passage for men. I think women kind of have a rite of passage simply in menstruation, right? Like it's it's built into their biological being that when they have their first period, there's something about that that you've crossed a threshold now. Now you are a woman, you know. But men don't really have any kind of a right. Of passage, except for losing their virginity, maybe, or getting a car, maybe, you know. But, but like losing virginity, it like, you know, isn't something where uh the tribe gathers around you and celebrates you, right? It's very often a ton uh, hidden away, sometimes in shame and all that kind of stuff, you know. So, uh, Okay, in in lieu of having a rite of passage, some formal moment that tells a young person that now you have stepped into adulthood, we have to make one up for ourselves. And what I've wondered is, did I make judging my dad my rite of passage? Because to judge him and to be disappointed in him meant that I was above him i could judge him for that and is that how i made myself feel like a man is that Mm -hmm. how i gave myself the experience of now i'm grown up i'm even more grown up than my dad because i'm gonna judge him for all the things he got wrong you know and 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 so i wonder how much of our anger with our dad as justifiable as it may be is it a mechanism that we're using as a rite of passage i wonder you know
0: yeah yeah it, i think that's definitely something that we all have to, to deal with and yeah. um and work through and hey jason we got to wrap up here in a few minutes is there anything you want to share as we are about to close
1: yeah you know um one thing that i want to i just want to clarify you know i'm 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 sure people come to your podcast and, and, and a conversation like this, because they got some wounds, you know? Um, and so, uh, I don't want to be, be glib or flipping about, you know, um, you you know, I just like, you need to forgive, you need to, but, um, my personal experience is that. I can only take care of my side of the street, and the sooner I stop um, worrying about someone else's side of the street, the healthier I get, the more empowered I get, the more the more insights I get to help me be who I want to be and not make the same mistakes, you know? Um, and uh and so you know my dad's failings are are you know there's there there's some real things there that's his side of the street you know and uh i'm not ignoring that i've just shifted my focus okay what's my part so i can be who i want to be i want to i want to have a clear conscience i want to be a forgiver i want to take ownership of what i can you know um <clears throat> and that transforms me from a a perpetually wounded victim um which may be warranted you know uh but that moves me out of that space into uh an empowered learner right um and you know so 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 a part of the work for me has has been um, doing an accounting of, of of all that was lost and, and my wounds and authentically grieving that. And I've done that, you know. Um, and then and then after that, I've kind of moved into a new phase, and I've just decided I don't on my side of the street. I don't want resentment in my life. It's, yeah. it's cancerous, you know, it does me no good. It does me a lot of harm, you know, and so how can I start letting go of that? You know, um, there's a song I wrote that, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll release at some point. Um, I'll, I'll read you the lyric I wrote, uh, verse one, it says, um, I could just play it for you, maybe. I've got a bad (laughs) cold. But but it goes like this. (laughs) I spoke without a stutter through the middle of first grade till my little world came apart. Heard my father tell my grandpa that he just couldn't stay and my speech broke the same day as my heart they wondered if i did it for attention but i think i couldn't get the question out wasn't i worth staying for wasn't i worth staying for on the phone three years later I still see him at the door was not hour worth staying for so that's wow it's one of a song you know and, and and that's and that's all very real right that's that's uh yeah. something we have to do in a an authentic accounting of and and grieve but I'll say that for me I think my next, part of my work is uh, I'm trying to write a song um where I'm just kind of maybe it's from my dad's perspective, you know and, and, and it's 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 me trying to step into his story and uh, and 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 compassionately try to understand what were the crazy wounds that he experienced that that um left him scarred and and, uh and 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 vulnerable to uh the worst decisions he made you know um i think that's my next song that i have have to write and 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 even if i wasn't doing it as a song i think that's an important work right um to Actively empathize um, with those who hurt us, and and put that hurt in a larger context. You know, um, and uh, to the degree that I've done that, um, my heart breaks for my dad. My heart kind of breaks for your dad. I I doubt, as a little boy, that the dream was to work in a porn shop, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. That's a, that's a sad life. Sad, yeah, like. He
0: grew. He he actually grew up fatherless too. So
1: yeah, yeah.
0: It's kind of a statistic. You know what I mean? Just ended up trying to trying to cope through all the world's methods.
1: Yeah, he... yeah. I mean, like even his his uh, statement that uh, um, I've got some accounting to do. Yeah, because <laughs> God is. Um, it's like you know so so he he, he carries a sh- a shame in him. I remember a conversation with my dad a few years ago I was playing in the in the area and 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 uh, invited him to the show and and really wanted him to be there and he called me to say that because of the weather that he wasn't going to be able to make it. The weather wasn't that bad, you know. And 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 but I tried to let him off the hook, but he must have heard my disappointment. And uh he was very uncharacteristically vulnerable in that moment. He goes, Ah, the regrets, so many regrets. That was maybe the most vulnerable moment that I've ever had with him was that statement, you know. And so I know that weighed that was a glimpse into oh, this weighs heavy on him. This is a burden for him, you know? And, uh, I wish he could have figured it out in a different way. And, but, um, but my heart can still break for him and, and, and I can have that empathy and compassion. Um, and that, and what that also does is it just, I'm, I'm freed, you know, from (laughs) becoming resentful.
0: (laughs) Exactly, and that's good. And it seems like you, you're on a redemption path um, where you've been right. able to overcome and forgive. And that's something we all need to do. We all need to, to take time to examine: Am I am I letting my past define my future? And it will some. It's going to shape us in some ways. Right. But am I letting it affect? Am I letting it hurt my future? Really, is what we're trying to say. Yeah. And, and like. Am I working at breaking the cycle? And that's what we, we talk about with our ministry: is break the cycle of what you know you've dealt with in your past. Anybody listening to this, break the cycle with it. And so, I, I'm excited about that new song. Hopefully, it's uh-huh. on the new new album. I, I really, I I love anything to do with this topic because it's yeah, our yeah. it's our my life. It's things you've dealt with. It's your life, and um, and, and I would love to see see it on there. Let definitely let us know. We'll have you on yeah. the show again to talk about it if it's. I,
1: I think it'll be two albums from now. Okay. I don't think it'll be on the next record, but but uh we'll see. Um but but yeah, your language was great. We don't want our past to eat up our our future. So and and I uh uh thank you for allowing me to to, to um to clarify that because there may be somebody listening in who's like but you have no idea what my dad did to me and that's true and so like i i i i, I don't want to be too too easy with all of that like you know um yeah but my my hunch is that coming to a place of forgiveness uh is well with any relationship i've ever done that with it's 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 been freedom right you know so and 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 that's also why as we spoke i got into a lot of like well what's my side of the street was i using my dad my anger with my dad as uh, a rite of passage to you know all of that is just my attempt to take responsibility for what percentage I can and and to learn from it, you know? So,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, I appreciate you being on with us today, yeah. Jason. And just tell us, um as we wrap up, where are where you at, where are you headed? Uh, what other, where are you touring at? Um, and then also oh. where to find you as well.
1: Yeah, to see where I'm touring, uh, you can go to my website, jasongraymusic.com. Do people go to websites anymore? Otherwise you could, you know, what would be so great is I would love to connect with people on on instagram uh or or, or facebook so you, you you can find me on there i've got the blue check beside my name okay and, uh, and that's where i connect the most so
0: okay well your, your story was definitely inspiring we appreciate you being on and we'll yeah. definitely check you out and start following you so thanks so much for being on with okay. us today to learn more about how you can get involved in Fatherless Family Ministry, visit lifefactors.org where you can find some free resources, you can find our books that we have, you can find some even the program that we have to help you start a single mom ministry within your ministry or within your church. We can all work together to lead fatherless Families to the Heavenly Father.